You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. Your girl is back. Now, if you've been keeping up with the show, then you know that your girl was on tobacco. But listen, I needed a break and I'm so happy. I had planned originally for June to be my break month. I was going to do some rewind episodes that you guys got to get a taste of, some oldies but goodies. And I'm so happy that I did that because it just so happened. So I planned that in January. It just so happened that June came and I actually was burnt out. I needed a break so bad. I mean, from work, um, the podcast, just figuring out life in general, right? We're at the halfway point of this year. And so in thinking about that and trying to get some things going, I needed a beat to hear myself think, to get myself organized, to have moments to just not produce anything, right? And I think that's always good. Um, Part of knowing the power in your pros is knowing when you have power and when you don't. And when you don't have power, the whole point of the show, right, we've talked about different ways to gain power, different ways to harness your power. And one of those ways is not saying anything. And so I wanted to show up for the community still, which is why you guys got the episodes that you did. I hope that they were fruitful. Um, But your girl needed a break, okay? I need to listen to somebody's podcast. I need to watch somebody's sermon. I need to just be outside and have fun and feel, what does it feel when I have power and I'm not worried about producing that power for other people? And so June was very, very, very helpful for me interpersonally, but I missed y'all so much. I missed you guys so much and I'm so happy to be back and to be recording with you guys. Um, In the midst of me having my break, there have been some things that I have been thinking about myself, um, thinking about for the podcast, and then just in the world. So many things have gone down, have gone up. Just so much is happening um, in a Christian space, in just America child, okay? And so as I'm thinking about all of those things, I've had not double-mindedness, maybe a little bit of double-mindedness to be honest, but I really think that I've just been torn between some things. There are thoughts that I have about me and beliefs that I have. And then there are some beliefs that other people have. And I'm like, are they right? Am I wrong? I'm trying to figure some things out. Um, And so that's what this episode is. If you can relate to not having it all together, not always knowing what the next step is, not always knowing what the right thought is, but you're willing to go on a journey to figure that out, this episode will help you be able to do that. So as always, we're going to get into the pros prompt of the week where I share a journal prompt, you write it out, and then we'll get into it. What are some opposing forces that you're dealing with right now? What are some opposing forces that you are dealing with right now? Take the time. This is your time, right? This is your journal entry. This is your pros prompt. So be honest with yourself. You don't have to share with anybody. You don't have to email me, even though I'm always down to hear what you guys are writing, how your writing practice has evolved since we first kicked off the writing prompts, right? And so um, take this time to be honest with you before you think about anybody else. And for me, sometimes I struggle with the desk that wants to do better and that knows better, but she doesn't 
always choose to do better, right? I struggle with that because I know what the real tea is, but it, I also, I know me and I operate in me sometimes and not the better me that I know is possible. And outside of chatting with my therapist, I'm trying to take notice of when those moments happen. When those moments happen when I'm like, I don't know, I'm battling something internally and I'm trying to figure out what steps should I take? What path should I embark on? And that takes a lot of practice. And even knowing what areas are struggle areas for you, then you can start to notice when you're triggered. You can start to notice when you actually did choose the thing that you're trying to embark on, right? And then you're like, oh, I did it then. I can do it here. And you start to figure out why did I choose that thing? Like, right, you can start to go on that journey of self-discovery. But awareness is always that first step. And so this prose prompt is that awareness piece, okay? Think about when you feel that tension the most. What's typically your go-to response? What's that person that you typically go to? Should you go to them? How do you feel after you go to them? Take scope of all of that. I'm doing it right now, okay? I had to do it in June and I'm inviting you guys to do that very same thing. There is no judgment here. Take time to not judge yourself. So that's one thing that I do. My journal, I know it's my journal, right? I know I'm not gonna share with anybody. The biggest struggle for me is me not judging me. Me being like, yo, this is where you at right now. On this day and time, this is where you are. And that's okay. And we don't tell ourselves that that's okay nearly as much as we should. And so this is a reminder from me to me, from me to you, that it is okay. Wherever you're at, it has gotten you to where you are. You have survived some things. And so you being where you are right now, we can honor that while saying, hey, there's a place that I'm trying to get to. There's a progression. There's a journey that I'm on right now. And so take the time, think about it. What opposing forces are you battling right now? Write them out and then we'll go from there. All right. So, I mean, I'm back on the airwaves, y'all, and I wanted to speak real. So real is what you're going to get. Okay. <laughs> that is what I wanted to do. I was like, I want to come back and be on no, like, you know what I'm saying? Hi, and mighty. Oh, June was perfect. It was everything that I needed. Yada, yada. And I'm ready to roll. I'm not ready to roll. Please note. If I do what I'm supposed to do, I'm actually recording a video right now. And so if I do what I'm supposed to do, this video will leave my computer and will go on to YouTube. It's something I've been talking about for a while. And I'm recording right now. I'm doing it. But there's been some opposing forces, right? It's not, I'm not in a place of just like, oh yeah, let's do this thing. That's not where I'm at. I have a lot of feelings that I have been um, trying to decipher, trying to work through and really just feeling torn between. Sometimes I feel like I need to shrink my faith in order to succeed. That's real tea. Sometimes I feel like, yo, this, this whole like Christian girl thing, I don't know. Like, I don't know fully what I signed up for. Sometimes I feel that people won't accept me or the things that I create. And so that need of being like, yo, I know what I'm doing feeds me. I know it feeds some people, but then there's this other thought. It's like, what if it doesn't? What if it won't this time? What if it the joke don't land? What if the point doesn't land? All of that. And that stops me. And so those are two forces that I'm kind of wrestling with at the moment. Sometimes I feel full of faith and I cry because God is going to come through and change my life for the better. And I feel it. Like I know for a fact God is going to come through. I know for a fact that my faith and my belief system, nothing is done in vain. There are times when I just know like, 
I'm blessed and I'm blessing other people. Other people are going to bless me and the green grass is going to grow all the way around. Okay. Like we are all doing this thing together. And I really feel that like it literally brings me to tears. I, I cried in the shower yesterday. I was worshiping down. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and so that's how I felt in that moment. And then there are other times where I'm like, I'll drink too much. There are some times when I think about not drinking at all. There are sometimes I love my body, my style, my look, how I come across. There are other times where I'm like, I need a million dollars so I can like get my whole wardrobe, my whole style together because it's not fair. Um, sometimes I'm proud of who I am, what I've accomplished. And there are other times when I want to give up. I feel like there's so much more that I want to accomplish. There's so much more that I want to do. There's so much bigger of a person that I want to be. And your girl ain't there. I'm not, I'm not there yet. And so because I'm not there, that gap causes me to feel like, okay, well, I'm never going to get there because where I am right now seems so far beyond where I need and aspire to be. So I might as well just give up now because I'm not going to get there. And so those are just some real tea thoughts that I have been having um, and that I've had to one, acknowledge myself and two, Go to God about. I'm just like, yo, you know where I'm at. But it's something different about like actually saying where I am. One, it reinforces to me like, oh, this is really where I am. Like, dang, like, you know. Um, but it also empowers me while I'm recording this episode right now because I've already acknowledged where I am. So I can share it with you guys, right? And so being able to share your story with other people, being able to acknowledge it to God, being able to help others that are struggling on their journey, it all starts with you telling you, hey, this is where we are right now. And over the last few weeks, I have found myself torn in between the two. And the main two things that I feel like I've been torn in between is being full of faith, but starving for more knowing that there's more for me, knowing that my faith could be deeper, right? It could be deeply rooted more in the word of God, be more deeply rooted in the things that God has done for me, period. If I never read another scripture, okay, God has done so much in Destiny's life. Like in the book of Des, he's come through. That should be enough. And it's not. There's There are just days when I'm like, yo, I don't know. Like you say you over everything, but... Where is that at? And then there are other days when I'm like, yo, God, God is dope, like period. Like, you know what I mean? And so that's one area. And the other is feeling like I can do anything and being overwhelmed. And that feeling of being overwhelmed is really because I, it, it's not honoring where I am right now, right? And I think a lot of us do that where we'll sit in a place and it's like, yep, I'm doing this. I got it. Yada, yada, yada. But then we'll see something or we'll look at just the goals that we have. I reread my goals every quarter um, and I'm looking at things that I want to accomplish. And I'm like, mm, I'm not there. And I start to feel overwhelmed at what I feel like is the amount of work that I have to do to achieve the things that I want to achieve. And what happens with that is we miss a huge part, which is that we don't do it all. We never have done it all and we will never be able to do it all, which is why we have faith, which is why we have accountability partners. That's why we have mentors, why we have friends. There's no way that we will ever have the capacity to do all the things that our life has been fashioned for us to achieve. It's impossible. The truth is that we can't look to humanity for grace. 
understanding or wisdom on how to handle our duality. And a lot of times I feel like that's what we do. We look to other people, those who are successful even, you know what I'm saying? Those who are kind of like some spiritual mentors, we try to look to them to figure out how are they handling their duality. I know that other people struggle period, right? So I don't have, there are some people that have that false sense. They think that they're the only one that struggles. There are others who may be closer to my train of thought where I know people struggle, okay? Like I know we're all flawed and messed up, but I try to look on the outside looking in, right? I don't know they day to day. And I try to piece together from social media and whatnot. How are they handling their duality? Because I don't feel like I'm handling mine the best that I could. And what happens with that is, I'm looking to them to figure out how I can get grace for my situation. I'm looking to them for understanding on my situation. I'm looking to them for knowledge and wisdom on my situation. And that's not what their channels, their feed, their walk, their journey is supposed to provide me. The reason being is that other humans don't have the capacity or the range to go that deep with us. They don't. They don't have the capacity to understand where I've been fully, where I am fully, and where I'm going fully. And that's because only God created that type of that type of depth, right? He created it. Um, Jesus lived it perfectly. The only one that lived it perfectly, and only the Holy Spirit can guide us through it. Period. Right? Those. Three, the Trinity is how we get to where we are aspiring to go. That's how we get there. That's how we get to that perfect level of just peace and understanding. That's why the Trinity is an important pillar of our faith. Honestly, when I pray some days, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, they're all the same thing. Okay, somebody help me. <laughs> like That is what I think. And then there are other days when I'm reminded that they serve three different functions. The Trinity serves three different functions and each function is needed, pivotal, and important if we're going to be successful on our walk and to remind us of our humanity. And that's why the Trinity exists because we are human, right? And so God is our father, one like we've never known that we'll never be able to experience outside of him. He created us and he knows us best, better than we know ourselves, better than we could ever understand ourselves. And his whole hope for us is to see us reach our full potential because he knows what that is. The greatest gift that we receive from him is goodness, mercy, and love. God is love, right? And he gives us goodness, and mercy because he is good. God is good. God is love. And he's merciful to us because we are not those things. We can work from a place of love. We try to achieve love. We try to give love, but we not we are not love, right? Um, we can be good. We can have good moments, but we aren't just intrinsically good. And then we can experience mercy for other people. We can forgive folk, but we don't give fresh mercy each and every day. It just don't happen. Even for ourselves, we don't give that kind of grace, that kind of mercy, right? And so that's why God exists. He created everything. He understands all. And because he understands all, that's why he can be so merciful. That's why all things work out for the good because he created all the things. And so it really just adds up 
right? And it starts to make a lot more sense how God can provide me something that I can't provide me, that other humans, my circle can't provide me. So we move on to Jesus because he's the next piece in the Trinity, right? So Jesus is our savior. He's the one we could never be, period. I ain't dying for none of y'all, like, okay? Jesus is our savior. He did no wrong, and yet he died for all wrong. All wrong that has ever happened, that is happening now, and that will ever happen. Jesus died for. It is done. It is finished. We don't have to worry about it. And belief in his death and his resurrection taking place is the key to salvation. Let me say something. Jesus's death and his resurrection, the fact that it happened and the fact that you believe in that, if you believe in that, that is the one key to salvation, not anything else. You cannot buy it. You cannot orchestrate it. You cannot work your way to it. You don't have to appease not man human on this earth by what you do, decisions that you make, choices that you make, how you walk your life out. The one key to salvation is belief in Jesus Christ. That's it. And a lot of people, especially right now, are not spreading that. And so I wanted to make that very, very, very clear. The greatest gift that we receive from Jesus is salvation, intercession, and the Holy Spirit. And so after Jesus died, he's up in heaven. He's chilling on the right hand of, Jesus, right hand of God, right? And so the Bible reminds us that Jesus is always speaking on our behalf. And he speaks to the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us on our behalf all the time. And so we get saved because of his life and his death. We get intercession because he died and he rose up and he's speaking to God on our behalf all the time. And we get the Holy Spirit from him because his spirit is what he left for us as we walk throughout this earth since he's no longer walking on this earth with us. And so the Holy Spirit is our advocate, period the best advocate that we'll ever have, better than any lawyer you ever seen, better than your favorite cousin that could argue down, like Holy Spirit is the one. And he was sent for us to do more than we saw even Jesus do for the disciples. Jesus was here for a good time, not a long time, okay? And he did some great things for the disciples. He taught to them, he guided them, he provided them wisdom, he showed them some things, but he existed outside of them. He could only give them so much. He could only urge them so much, right? We see plenty of times when the disciples are supposed to be praying. They ain't. They're supposed to be doing certain things. And they had Jesus as a model. They had Jesus right there in living color. They could touch him. They could breathe the same air as him. And yet the Holy Spirit operates with us the same, but a little bit different. And the main reason is because the Holy Spirit is alive in us each and every day. And so as we're sitting in a space where we're trying to figure out what to do, where to go, how should we go there? The Holy Spirit is guiding us, speaking to us, showing us different things, revealing certain things. When we get a certain word, we watch a certain TikTok video, they're like, yeah, this is for you. And you know it. That's something that I'm not sure the disciples got, right? They could feel conviction in a certain way from Jesus, but the greatest gift that we got is this advocate 
because he does something in such a way that that really just um it changes the game like it just it just really does his presence alone changes our life we talk different we think different we gain wisdom in so many different ways and we get access to knowing right from wrong and that's something that for real have you ever encountered somebody like they not saved you know it and they missing something there's a piece of knowledge there's an unlock that hasn't happened yet there's a door that's closed the difference is the holy spirit period y'all better act like y'all know y'all better act like y'all know for real y'all better act like you know and the thing about being torn between the two is that there are benefits to stay in there. Nobody talks about that. I feel like we always want to get to a space of like, yeah, girl, like, you know, you're supposed to be doing X, Y, Z. Like, you know, you're supposed to go to the gym, right? Let's say we're supposed to go to the gym. I'm supposed to run, I'm supposed to work out. I know that. The thing is, there's a benefit to me staying in my bed. I get more sleep. I get to scroll on this TikTok and laugh. Maybe I need to laugh right now. I won't feel the pain after the run because I didn't run. Like there's benefits to staying where you are. And a lot of times we push people going to a new space, going to a new place, and the benefits of that. We know the benefits of moving. What we have to do is get to a space where we don't cherish as much the benefits of us staying where we are. It's very comfortable where I am to not record a YouTube video, okay? There's less editing that I have to do. I had to put my contacts in. My eye was hurt. I just got my lashes done. It was like a lash in my eye. It took me like 10 minutes to put my contacts in today. I didn't want to put my contacts in at this point in time, okay? I was going to wait and wore my glasses a little bit longer, X, Y, Z, yada, yada. I want to kiki with my friends on the phone this morning. And instead, I'm here recording this this podcast episode, right? There are benefits to me not doing that. My eye wouldn't have been hurting and red when I was putting my contact in. I could have had a great chat with my friends. I know it would have filled my spirit in a different way than this is doing, right? Um, I don't know. I could have just did anything. I could have just been chilling, chilling, max and relaxing. But there's a difference in doing what I know will help me and benefit at the same time. But we don't talk about being stuck in that space. And I want to recognize that that space is real for each of us, no matter what it is. Being comfortable with being in situations that hurt you, right? Being comfortable talking to people that don't have your best interests, but you're just in a rhythm and a flow of talking to them every day. There are certain things that we do that... um They don't always propel us in the way that we want to go, but we're just comfortable being there. And there's a benefit to being comfortable. There's a benefit to ignoring certain factors. And so, yeah, listen, listen. My girl, Latoya Lucky, y'all heard that song, Torn? She got a song called Torn, okay? And the lyrics go, torn in between the two, because I really want to be with you. But something's telling me that I should what? Leave you alone. Okay, she was speaking real. Somebody got to speak real. She was speaking real. And when you stay torn, you get to continue to kick it with what's comfortable. You know how to respond in most situations because this the same situation is going to keep coming around. It might be in a different fashion, but it's the same thing because you're doing the same thing. And so you know how to respond because it's the same. And you don't have to deal with new emotions from other people or from yourself because it's a cycle of sameness. 
it's easier to be consistent, to be honest. Consistent with the wrong thing, consistent with what you're comfortable doing. When you're torn with something, that is usually what we're battling. It's not the thing that's in front of our face. We're torn with continuing on with what we're comfortable with, continuing on with things being predictable, continuing on with not having to learn a new skill, having to navigate in a new way, or venturing into the unknown. And the unknown, like I said, we typically know that the unknown, it's going to work out. Okay, I don't go hang out at this thing because, or I don't call my friends because I have to record the show. It's going to work out. I'm going to record the show and I can call my friends after. We're good. If I run for 20 minutes, yeah, it might hurt when I'm running, but after the run, I'm good and I'm building my body at the same time. If I stop talking to a person who doesn't have my best interest at heart, yeah, it'll hurt for a little bit, but I'm going to be good. We know that the end is going to be good and the Bible tells us the end is going to be good. The thing that we don't want to deal with is after we send that text to like, yo, I'm good, or yo, I can't come to this event, or not picking up the FaceTime call, the text that we're going to get back. That's what we don't want to deal with. When I go to the gym on Monday, and then I have to go again on Tuesday, what? I don't want to deal with that. I just want to feel good in that one time that I did it, right? And so that's what we are running from, typically, when we're torn in between something. But what we have to remember, and what we forget quite too often And this is me to me. I forget this. We have a real deal enemy, y'all. A real enemy. And he's banking on us looking at that side of being torn and being okay. Being okay. Like, y'all, I'm cool with being here. I'm cool with being here. And he doesn't want us to really recognize that on the other side, there's freedom from cycles that don't serve you. There is new potential that's unlocked because you're willing to try something new. There is higher exposure from entering new territory. Exposure to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Because when you go to a new space, listen, you're going to talk to them a little bit more often, a little bit more different. You're going to be a little bit more real because they're the only ones that get your situation, get you and can help you through it because they're past, present, and future. They're all they're omnipresent, right? And so you get exposure with the Trinity in a different way. The enemy knows that. And he don't want you to have that. So, of course, he's like, oh, yeah, continue to be torn. Continue to just toddle between this range that you're at right now. Don't grow. Don't evolve. We get exposure to a deeper sense of self. Let me tell you, this space that I'm going in now, I'm understanding myself so much more differently. I'm able to push myself. And when I push, I'm like, I did it. Wow. Like, that was great. I just ran a 5K, y'all. And when I ran a 5K, just running in general, gearing up for a run on a day-to-day, just around my, my block, right? You are talking to yourself constantly. You're saying, okay, watch your breathing. Okay, watch your form. You're a little tired. You can slow down if you want to. Okay, now you, you've been slow for a little while. You want to pick it up? You can do it. You don't have to pick it up too much. Okay, notice that your ankle's hurting. How are we running? Let's relook at our form. Like, I have to be kind to myself. And again, that's something that I kind of struggle with, right? And so running has been a practice of me being kind to me. And so as I'm going to new territory, I'm getting the Trinity's kindness. And then destiny is being kind to destiny. So that's just, just exposing myself to something that's just so bright. It's light. It's fresh. And it's the space that I want to be. 
And not only is the space I want to be, it's a space that's different from where I've been. And so when you're in that new space, you have a new dependency, you start to get a new talk, okay? It really starts to shake some things off. And that exposure leads to the exposure with others. And that's the exposure typically that we want and that we're chasing, right? And so I'm recording this right now because I'm going to put it on YouTube because I want more listeners for the show. That's what I'm thinking about. But what's happening is I prayed and worshiped before I hit record. That's exposure to the Trinity. Then I was putting my contacts in. I started talking to me. You got this. Yeah, this episode is going to be great. You got your notes out. You know what you're going to say. You're going to bless somebody. You're going to bless you. That's me being kind and exposing myself to me. And then when I press send on this thing, then I'm getting exposure with y'all. That is what we want to see. That is the journey that we take. Each time that we go to bat for something before we swing, there's exposure that we get to different things. And what the enemy wants to do is before you step up to that plate, before you pick up that bat, before you even put your jersey on, he wants you to be like, well, what if it doesn't happen? What if it doesn't go how I thought it would go? What if people don't respond how I thought they would respond? And what if where I'm at right now is the highest I'll be so I can just kick it here? That's the cycle of sameness that he wants you to stay in. Where we're torn because we see the potential. We have the thoughts. We have the ideas. We have the things written down in our notebooks, our notes app on our phone. We looking at the content that we want to make and we are enjoying it from somebody else making it. But there's something different that we know we could bring and we're worried about how it's going to pan out, so we never bring it. That's where he wants us to stay because that doesn't benefit us. It doesn't give us exposure to the Trinity. You don't have to pray to the Trinity about, yo, I hope I stay where I'm at. Nobody does that. You just kind of stay there or you regress. That's also a thing, right? Because you're not getting exposure to them. You're not being as kind to yourself. And so you just kind of stay where you're at, but then you look up one day and you're praying less. This happens to me. I was supposed to be doing some things and I didn't do the things. I didn't do them. I didn't want to do them. So I didn't do the things. And what happened with me not doing the things is I was good and I was comfortable and I did stay in the same space and I was waking up at the same time every day. I'm doing the same thing, yada, yada. Over time, I started to wake up later. I woke up later because I wasn't prioritizing my exposure to the Trinity in the morning. So, okay, if I don't got to talk to y'all because I'm staying in the same spot, then I won't. And that's what happened. You start to regress because you got comfortable with not making progress. And that's a dangerous spot to be in. It's dangerous. And so being torn between knowing better and doing better is real. Again, I want to acknowledge that being torn between knowing better and doing better is natural. It is normal. We all go through it. And when you're on the precipice of going to a new space, a new realm, those things start to come up because up to this point, you've been comfortable with the realm that you've been in. Being torn between being full of faith and full of fear is real. It's a real thing. There are some folk, let me tell y'all, there are some folk, there are some Christians in this space that will try to act like fear is not a real thing if you have faith. That's not true. And the Bible dispels that in so many, so many different examples and lives and tribes and people and books. It's not true information. 
being torn between feeling like God's got your back and feeling like doing what you got to do to have you, that's real. There are plenty of times where it's like, listen, God got me, period. Y'all going to see. Watch, wait for this blessing to fall down. Y'all going to see. Y'all going to see. And there are other times when you are over doing it. You're over pushing yourself to do some things because you're overcompensating for your lack of belief that God's going to come through. And that's real. That's a part of this journey. That's a part of being human. That's a part of the walk. So I want to acknowledge that. Trust me. Everything that I'm saying, listen, every episode that I do is coming from a space of me. <laughs> like it's relatable so much because it's me. Okay. And so I'm going to try to know that it's real, but what I'm offering today is a reset. That's what I'm offering today. What I'm offering is a train of thought that there might be another way, that there's something else, that there's a way that we can break out from that cycle and that train of thought. When you are in the in-between state, it can be confusing because you're set on one thing and not the thing. You heard Anne-Marie's song, it's just one thing that got me true. It's just one thing, okay? And that's what has us tripping a lot of time. It's one post, one comment, one DM, one text, one jealousy moment that you had that kind of spawned a little too long. There's one thing that usually has us tripping. And when we focus on that, then we start to see all these other things and we trip off that. The answer to that is focusing on the thing. The Trinity is the thing. God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. That's where our focus should be. That's where we need extra exposure in this season. And that exposure exposes you to you. And that's when you get the exposure with other people. That's where we should focus. That's the one thing. That's the thing. The thing that'll change your perspective. The thing that'll change your torn into a turn. And suddenly you know the right steps to take. It's pivotal for us to focus on that relationship, to focus on what that power holds. And it truly can change everything else, okay? And so some things feel so weighty. Some of the weight is because we're putting the weight on it. We're so focused. We're so attuned to the problems. We're so attuned to what's going on that's not favorable. We're so attuned to what other people are doing, what they're saying, how things are panning out for them. Should I follow that? Because that's what's popular. And it is at a detriment to our personal growth. When we focus on the thing, it gives us what we should say and do for every other sector and sphere of our lives. And it increases our sphere of influence, which is what a lot of us are trying to figure out how to do. And it's not necessarily always on like, you know what I'm saying, a TikTok basis of influence. I'm trying to influence my family to respond and act and do things in a different way. And so I put a lot of pressure on because of that. And it stresses me out. And then I feel like I can't do everything. I get overwhelmed and yada, yada. When I focus on the Trinity, when I focus on the thing, my family's going to get it because the Trinity also speaks to them. They know what to say to my mom and them that I can't get through to them because I'm not the Trinity. Like, you know what I mean? So it really just changes everything. Our landscape, listen, looking at everything that the government has been doing in America, child, and just like 
focusing on that one thing stressed me out. I felt very like, I don't know what to do, yada, yada. When I got back here, it helped me. And all of a sudden, I had a podcast episode ready. I felt a little bit more confident. I could have conversations with my friends and my community in a different way because I allowed that shift to take place. I went from torn, I had a turn, and then here we are. And so the power tool for this week is to reset your focus. Reset your focus. Reset your focus. You can benefit from it. Make time for it. And that's why we had the pros prompt that we had this week. It's all about the reset. I want y'all to repeat after me this week. We have a little declaration slash prayer that I think could really help us as we propel through the rest of this year, the rest of the summer, and the start of this month. And so um, repeat after me if you are in a space to, if you are not said in your head, God hears you just the same. God, you dope. Thank you for making me. There's an important purpose to my life of which you called me to. Jesus, thank you for being the one, not the two, for being the one to save me from it all. I believe you were raised up. Because of that, I'm raised up too. Holy Spirit, thank you for being with me in the battle. For always being willing to fight. Guide me on the path forward. Show me what to do. I receive I believe. Amen. Come on, get into it. Sometimes it's just that simple, y'all. Like, I don't want people to feel like you have to be uh, extra spiritual and extra holy. Like, what's acceptable to others? Your relationship is your relationship. You want to nurture that and honor it with where you're at right now. When you believe it, when you receive it, God can speak to you. Just a simple thing, like, yo, show me what to do. God will respect that. He don't want to play tricks, right? And so as we understand that we can move forward from a place of power and our pros goes a lot longer of a way and we can impact even more people. And so I hope this episode has been fruitful to y'all. If so, please, please, please share it with a friend. I want the message to go out, honey. And I just really think it could bring a different perspective to people as we're having so many different conversations about what Christianity means. We're having so many different conversations um, in our personal lives about what we should do. A lot of us are in a moment of making decisions. We are rereading our goals. We are making plans on what we should do. And there is that torn feeling and there is an answer to get through it all. We have an advocate, we have a help, we have a savior, we have an intercessor, we have knowledge that'll help us get to the very place we're desiring to go. And I believe that this podcast will help people remember that. And so if you believe it and receive it, please, please, please share it with a friend. You can also leave your girl a review or a comment and let me know how you are feeling. Please also join in our cool kid community. I'm here for all the cool Christian kids, okay? And we join together most often via my newsletter, the Pros and Praise pages. So you can be sure to hit the link in the show notes and get access to that. I only drop newsletters 
every so often so I don't be spamming y'all, but it's always something fruitful in there that you guys can garner. And then of course, if I'm watching sermons or whatever, I like to share that with you guys as well. And we are gearing up for some great things, you guys. And so be sure that you follow the show on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast to stay up with all the things that we're going to be kicking off over the next couple of months. I'm really excited. And again, I'm happy I had this break because I wasn't excited at first. <laughs> so now I understand what work is cut out for me and I'm ready to get it popping. So I love you guys. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros. Bye.